Hey y'all, it's Kavori, but you can call me Kavo. Hey, it's Jasmine. And welcome to Becoming She. A podcast that empowers women to become who they are as they follow us on our journey of Becoming She. Hey, it's our first episode. I'm so excited. So this week's episode is going to essentially follow the path that we're going to pretty much follow for each episode or the outline that we'll have. So we'll talk about different things, address different topics, and um, it'll be kind of um, segmented. So Mm -hmm. you'll get a little bit of everything, really and truly. Honestly. So All the details. All the details. All right. So, Jasmine, how are you doing? How's your week been? You know, (laughs) my week has been very chaotic. Okay. Okay. Um, I've had five events in the past week and a half. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm ready for the weekend, to be completely honest with you. So, yes, my week has been very chaotic, but it's been good overall, trying yeah. to get things done and working as a team, and it's, yeah, it's been good. good. Just chaotic. Good and chaotic. Good. I like <laughs> How about to you? hear that. <laughs> Mine has actually been pretty good. Even good. the things that I thought that I was worried about, I guess, that I thought was going to stress me out. Mm-hmm. It really didn't. I Don't you love good. that? I know. I love when I, like, the things that I think are going to worry me when I get to that point. It's like, what? Yeah. This is nothing. Like, everything's fine. Everything's good. Good. So, yeah, everything's been really good so far. You know, things go up and down, though. So, I'm good right now. I'm riding the up. Yeah. Next I week could be we totally stay different. For a while. Next week might be totally Honestly, different. Honestly, tomorrow could be totally we, different. So I'm hoping I can coast this for a minute. Right. <laughs> tomorrow, for me, could be like... I know, right? Super crazy. Completely different. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that I can coast this for a little while. Alrighty. So each week we're going to give a motivational Monday mantra because we are releasing the episode every Monday morning. So Jasmine chose one for this week. I did. We're going to give different quotes or positive affirmations, things to just uplift you and recharge you and get you ready for your week. So this one that I found is actually um, from this account called At Grit and Virtue. Uh, They send out different things over time, but um, right now is a 14-day challenge of like self-love, self-motivation, and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So it reads, no matter what season you find yourself in, the key for sustainable long-term success is to create rest stops along the way. Choose to flow from rhythm of graces, which is God's pace, not the rhythms of society. Then you'll experience the fullness of freedom, peace of mind, and joy in everyday life. And that right there is Motivation Monday. (laughs) I really like that. I love that. Can I tell you what stood out to me about it? What? So the creating rest stops along Mm. the way. Yes. A rest stop is not necessarily a full on, it doesn't have to be a full on pause. It can be, you know, like you taking a vacation or you taking a personal day or even... For example, my life is go, 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 mm-hmm. go, go right now. But um, earlier I was telling you that um, I secured the internship that yeah. I wanted, right? Mm-hmm. So that doctor, he has what's called a low-volume practice. 
and but I can learn so much from him about, like when it comes to treating patients and yeah. how to run a business but he prefers to have less patients so he said his max is 20 a day but he would like to keep it at 13 oh wow um, that's it right that's all he wants to see whether there's other doctors that see 100 patients a day but he likes to you know take his time and relax and it's completely different from anything I'm used to because everything is so fast paced in my life right yeah. But I know that my life is fast paced, but I feel like sometimes it gets overwhelming. So I created essentially a rest stop because his office is more slow. He burns Palo Santo in the morning to clear the energy (laughs) at the end of the day. Or if like a patient comes in, they drop a heavy load. He has his crystals, girl. He is literally just so important, though. Right. And he's like. He's really big on self-care and just relaxing and taking time. He doesn't open early in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know. I love that because that's needed. Right, it's needed. Especially in that kind of career path and just in general in life. But, I mean, we were just talking about the other day how I feel like, you know, my life is going all in circles and I'm being pulled all these directions. And it's just like, it's okay to take a break and rest for a little bit Mm -hmm. and really pour into you because you pour into so many other things your career your relationships your friendships and all those different types of things that you don't really understand how valuable your temple is when you're not you know when you're actually pouring into yourself so I love that I love that he does that you have to be able, everybody wants to give so much. Yes. And with me, especially with my career, I'm giving. I'm mm-hmm. caring for other people all the time. But when you give to other people, you have to give from an abundance, right? Yeah. Because if you're taking from a half full cup, then eventually it's going to be empty. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to sit there and refill your cup just to give people more out yeah. of your cup. But and if how you, you take refill the time, your cup if you don't rest? Right. And if you take the time to give yourself what you need and listen to yourself and listen to your body and listen to your mind, if you feel stressed, that means you are stressed. Mm-hmm. If you feel overwhelmed, your body you probably are. You. Yeah. Yes. Your body is not going to lie to you. you. If you feel overwhelmed, if the thought of something feels it your your heart rate increases and your rep, your respiration rate increases you're breathing fast and you feel like you're about to hyperventilate like you're stressed for something exactly but you have to figure out what that is and take a break from it rest from it if it's something that you can't escape find another way to take mm-hmm. a little moment to yourself exactly but that's it that's a good motivation mantra monday yes. mantra and that truly leads us into our main topic yes Each week, we're going to have a topic that we'll cover. This week is quarter-life crisis. Mm -hmm. And we're going to... We're not sure what we're going to call this section. Eventually, we'll come up with a name for it. If you guys have suggestions and stuff, please let us know. Because we are not sure yet, but we would love some suggestions. Um, So we're going to start with some (laughs) quarter-life crisis conversation starters. And uh, Jasmine actually did the research for this one. She's going mm-hmm. to lead the discussion this week. Yes. So I will let her do the introduction. So she came up with something great. Go ahead. So first I want to define quarter-life crisis for anyone who's maybe um, not aware of what this means. So it affects people in the tw- their 20s and t- 30s. It is basically when your reality 
does not mirror the image, the vision that you have for your um, yourself, right? So say you had envisioned yourself at 16, you thought maybe when you're in your 20s or 30s that you were going to have this thriving career, a great relationship, be a homeowner or whatever. Um, and then you get to be 27 and you're like, wait, my life does not look anything like I thought it was going to look like. So this can affect a person. It's pretty temporary. It can last for about two years, they say, which I don't know. That's a pretty long time for mm-hmm. a quarter life crisis, that's but really long time. I know I'm hoping that that doesn't last that long. <laughs> um, but I had a few questions that I wanted to kind of get started on. And so I will ask the first one I thought of was, has there ever been a moment where you questioned what you were doing in regards to your goals and reaching them? And how did you overcome that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Deep. <laughs> yeah. There have been a couple moments um so i'm working on my degree in chiropractic i'll be done in december but um this degree has been so challenging it's been one of the most difficult things i've done in my life and not even because of the class or the workload that's heavy right the Mm -hmm. class load the workload we also have clinic at the same time so we have to see patients so we have that we have exams we have board exams all while we're doing this so how medical school and I think dentistry school has it nice and segmented separately Mm -hmm. ours is just kind of like jam-packed in in the four years so you just they take your whole life for four years and you're just like do all these things and also I live about an hour away from campus sometimes an hour and a half it just depends on traffic but that's a big thing as well so a lot of just life um got in the way not that it got in the way of classes or anything but also you know if you're struggling in a class or I don't know just struggling at home not wanting to drive there not like feeling like why am I doing this shit here this is crazy I'm losing my mind (laughs) I literally wake up at 5 a.m. and I don't get home until 9.30 at night and I'm back up at 5. Like, this is crazy. How do people do this? You know, and (laughs) it's been like a recurring thing. It's just, you know, how are y'all asking so much of us? We have exams in this class and that Mm -hmm. class and this and that. And then I have patients and I have this immense amount of requirements that I have for clinic separate from class you know and then I have board exams that I have to study for (laughs) and they come the week after midterms you know all those crazy things and it's it's so overwhelming and then I live with my parents so you go home and then your parents are stressing you out because all they want to do is argue with you every time you walk in the house and you're like look I don't have the spare energy for this leave me alone and that's another big thing too living with my parents and then most of my friends live alone most of my friends live by themselves or um maybe they have a roommate they're buying homes you know they have yeah. families and they're in their careers and I sit here and I'm like why am I still in school oh my <laughs> goodness I could have the money I want to travel or I could be working and buying a home right now or maybe mm-hmm. if I wasn't still in school I would actually have made one of these little relationships work you know what I'm saying yeah and those are things that I think about and it's just I always wonder, like, did I make a mistake continuing to go to goddamn school? My parents always tell me, finish it while you can, get it over with, you know, get it out of the way. Yeah. 
Yeah, they say get it out of the way because once you leave, you're not going to want to go back. Exactly. And I was like, okay, here we go. I'm just going to keep going. And that's exactly what I did. But it gets to a point where you're wondering, did I make a mistake? Mm-hmm. Am I behind in life? And that's what it feels like. But when you talk to those friends that, not that, I don't want to say that you envy, right? But mm-hmm. that you look at and you're like, but girl, you have your own house. And you have a job. And you can, like, pay to go on trips. And you can take time off. And your life doesn't revolve around this or whatever. Mm-hmm. When you think about those things and then you talk to them and they're like, you know, but sometimes soon this is gonna be you as well yeah or you might think that you're behind because i don't know maybe you haven't had a kid or maybe you're not in a successful relationship according to societal standards yeah Yeah, like according to what whatever that looks like for you and then you talk to the people who you assume or you feel are in those successful relationships and they're like yeah my relationship is great but sometimes i just wish i could take a moment back like aisha curry yes that is a thing where That's she thing. was saying, you know, how she wished that I guess she got more male attention because her husband is constantly getting female attention. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were ragging on her about it. Yeah. You know, a lot of people were like, but you're married to this husband. And he's a billionaire. They've been married this- for years. They've been married for years, but I completely understand where Me she's too. coming from at the same time because her and Steph have been together since they were like 15. Yeah. She's never probably known anybody but him in the romantic sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she's probably looking at other women. And everyone wants to be, like, admired in some kind of form In or some fashion, kind of way. And right? I feel like Not she's getting... Not that you getting... want someone to gawk at you every time you go to the gas station. But it's okay. Like, sometimes you want to know that you still got it in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. You got three kids. Like, what do you, you know? Yeah. And also, a lot of women were saying, you know, she's had three kids. Her body has changed. Her life has changed. You know, and maybe she's Her looking, mindset has changed. Her mindset has changed. And so, maybe it's just like, you know, she's looking back. But, I mean, at the same time, that's definitely something that they probably discussed. And I don't think it's a thing that she's not getting attention at home. I don't so think So, she wants attention out. Or that she wants someone else. Because that's not what it is. I, I don't think, think she wants people gawk, gawking at her. Yeah. I think it's just like... You see your partner getting attention, and that's it's a little sense of jealousy. Of job, like she right? said, it's insecurity or whatever. Which I mean, by the nature of his job, anyone could be anyone, slightly insecure. They might insecure. not openly speak about it. Yeah, but they could. Mm-hmm. It could definitely affect them in a certain way. But at the same time, Aisha Curry is gorgeous, and I feel that maybe she doesn't realize that men gawk at her yeah. like they do because they really do. They do. She's everywhere. Who doesn't want someone successful like that who's like just successful owning her own? And beautiful. You know? and exactly. A great mother. But I understand just... like where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. Because for me, right, I feel like I just had like a quarter life crisis the other day when I was on, we were on the phone and I was like, oh my gosh, my life. Uh-huh. And so for me, it's like I see my friends and my family and they're doing their things. Not that I intentionally want to compare myself, mm-hmm. but you do see your friends and family doing stuff and you're like, dang, right. I wish that, you know, I was doing X, Y, and Z or I wish that I could, you know, be a part of something like that or something right. of the nature, right? So I just think my biggest thing, I remember talking to my dad about it and he was like, mm-hmm. um, life's going to happen regardless. And so I really try to live my life in a sense where not to control everything because yes, I would love to have a, a, a beautiful relationship to, you know, whatever that looks like. And mm-hmm. I would love to have my own home and own my own cars and whatever, you know, have a thriving career, mm-hmm. which my career is great. It's just, I went to school, um, 
at Georgia State for my master's, mm-hmm. and I got that in sports administration. Well, I am not working in sports currently. So whenever I sit down and think to myself, okay, what's the purpose of me going to get my master's degree and not actually working in that field? I have to remind myself, like, I'm 27, the door is not, like, the, the, the pathway of life is not over. You know, right. I have there's other opportunities out there for me. It's just it's going to take me some time to get to where I want to go. And yeah. so I have to remember every single time that life's going to happen regardless. That's so. a thing that I get to. And I know we're talking about we're answering the question. I think we pretty much over yeah. answered the question. But how we how I get over it. um, A good tip that I get from people that are older than me or just more wise sometimes when I'm freaking out or stressing about my life. Yeah. They look at me and they laugh and they go, you know, you're only 27 years old. Yes. That's not a lot of time. And you've had you have so much more life to live. Mm -hmm. And I think we think about it in a sense of. Maybe we're comparing ourselves to our parents or previous generations yeah. or just people who had that more 20, traditional. 21. Right. I mean, my parents, they, my mom had me at 21. They were married at 26. But even now, I couldn't imagine myself being someone's imagine. wife. I'd be like, we are divorcing tomorrow. Like, you are <laughs> getting on work. my nerves. I don't yes. like your face. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what it's like to honestly like somebody longer than two weeks. Oh, my gosh. So, we have other topics coming up, but that right there is a word. <laughs> because yeah. Because like, there is a spectrum, and I am, it's either one. Like, I either yeah. like you a lot, or I'm just not, like, a week. That's about it. Yeah. So, I get that. So, I think that a lot of times we get caught up in that timeline that we kind of created mm-hmm. based off of what we were taught on, based off of societal standards or comparing ourselves to previous generations or yeah. whatever other stupid thing we believed for ourselves. Yeah. You know? But... Our timeline is our timeline. Exactly. So with that, Mm -hmm. what type of pressures do you feel as you approach your 30s? Oh, I definitely... Or what type of pressures do you put on yourself? Because that's another thing, right? Yeah, so, okay, there... I think that the pressures that I feel are also pressures that I put on myself. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel a pressure to um, get out of my parents' house. Okay. (laughs) And I think that's a thing that I place on myself. Because when I talk to other people they're always saying what's the problem you're not paying bills right now like granted i still have bills of course i have grown people bills but i just don't pay like i think people just automatically assume because you live with your parents that you don't pay anything you don't have anything wait a minute now i still have like credit cards and car note and all other types of insurance you know (laughs) there there are things that there are things that require money every month every month so but i'm not paying rent obviously so that's a benefit but um when i talk to people they're saying you know you don't have to be responsible for those things but at the same time when you live at home with your parents you also Mm -hmm. have to sacrifice some of your peace of mind yes because you have to explain everything that you do everywhere that you are questioning you and where you're going what you're doing so i place that pressure on myself because i know that i'm uncomfortable right now and it's not a bad uncomfortable like i'm at home i'm comfortable because this is my home but i'm also ready to have my own space and create my own surroundings Mm -hmm. and feel comfortable but Outside of that, my parents placed the pressure on me to have kids. Like, can I find a nigga that's worth being a father <laughs> first? Exactly. You know, but they really, they're they're like 50, but they're really like, we want grandkids and this and that. 
I'm not there yet. Yeah. So calm down. Simmer down there, young no boy. Near for me. We have a dog. We have a dog. That's enough for you right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks. That's leave, the pressure that I'm under. Leave me what kind my of dog am I going to get? Like, do I want a husky? Do I want a Rottweiler? Like, that's my pressure. Girl. <laughs> I'm 30. I need a puppy. Girl. I have other pressures, but. And then my parents, mm-hmm. because my brother is eight years younger than me, they're really pressuring me because it's not like they have anybody else to place the pressure True. on yet. Like, they don't want him having a kid now, right? Yeah. So, they're just... They're just going to filter that onto you. Of course. It's so unnecessary. But um, outside of that, with family, they want me to be in a relationship. They're mm-hmm. always asking, who are you with? Who are you dating? Who do you... You know, nine times out of ten, nobody's hitting my phone. Not one person. <laughs> And sometimes I prefer it that way. I'm like, yeah. leave me alone. I like it. But yeah. other times I think and, um, it would be nice to have somebody to like hit up if I wanted to do something or whatever. But think, Yeah, because I think for me it's like, I don't really want a whole relationship, but it'd be nice to have a crush. You know? It'd be <laughs> nice to have to someone who likes me, in who's interested little. in me, and I'm a little bit interested in them. And it's like, oh, just this enough. is nice. Just interested enough. Just enough. Like, oh, this is nice. You know, I like crushes. I feel right. like the pressures that I put on myself really and truly stem with my career. Mm-hmm. Um, Relationship-wise, I know that's going to happen one day. Kid-wise, I'm really, that's not on my radar at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I said I want a puppy one day, so hopefully that happens before mm-hmm. I'm 30. But career-wise, I just really have all these different kind of goals that I want to hit. And now the career that I'm in with the municipality, it's like I really want to hone in on the community development side and learn as much as I possibly can because I feel like I'm on a timeline to learn. And so I put this unwanted pressure on myself to make sure that I'm involved in as many things as I possibly can be, that I'm, you know, on the boards of certain things or I'm meeting with different people and having lunches and having, you know, going to conferences and things like that with my career. So I feel like for me, um, that's my biggest pressure. So I have essential career pressures, but right mm -hmm. now, I don't think that I'm allowing it to place pressure on me because I'm in a place where I can kind of decide where I want to be or what I want to do and where I want to go. It's kind of the ball is in my court. But I do feel this pressure to get my shit together so I can open my own practice back home and people that have been here the whole time waiting for me to be Dr. Cabo can like come and get really adjusted. experience Dr. Cabo. Actually experience Dr. Cabo. That'd be nice. Exactly. It's gonna happen. It's like, gonna happen, right. Life happens. Life's gonna happen regardless. Yeah. I think we all just put this pressure we on just ourselves. We want it right now. And we want it right now. And so when we don't get that, you know, like instant satisfaction, we don't, we feel like something's wrong. Right. So I read this article and it spoke about how some generations before us don't necessarily believe in like the quarter life crisis. Um, they think like by, you know, oh, you're in your 20s. It's time for you to have fun. You don't have anyone holding you back. It's, you know, it's time for you to live your life like that. It's not a real thing. Mm-hmm. What are some ways that we can prepare people that are younger than us, like the generation below us, maybe for their quarter life crisis? And I asked this question because my little brother called me today freaking out. And was like, what the heck am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I like to do. All these different things. He's 25. I'm like, you're you're 25. Calm down. You don't have to have life figured out. You don't have to have life planned. Which is crazy that I'm telling him this because I just had, like, I felt that way just a week ago. Right. But I also had people in my corner saying, Jazz, you're 27. You don't have to have life figured out. So what are some ways that you feel like we can prepare the younger generation? I think this is a really good way. 
mm-hmm. what we're doing right now because even beyond this conversation we'll talk about lots of other things that we yeah. go through and um everybody has a different upbringing for me I was always very private and reserved when it came to things about myself Mm -hmm. I can have a whole conversation about something that doesn't concern me or things that slightly concern me but really aren't that important and you'll never know the difference Mm -hmm. I've mastered it that way and that's (laughs) kind of bad because I don't realize it until after but um I think this is a great way because podcast I said all of that to say podcast listening to podcasts as I was going through things through these like past few years of my life mm-hmm. when I recently discovered podcasts maybe the last year or so yeah um no probably two years it's probably been when did I discover podcasting hmm. it's probably been three probably two to three years two to three years I would say um but podcasting, listening to podcasts really helped me because it made me realize, oh, I'm not by myself Yeah, in this thing that I'm stressing about. And when you listen to the advice letters from people, by the way, send us advice letters. Please and thank you. <laughs> but it will have that information in the description box below. But, <laughs> but um, when... Um, I was listening to podcasts and advice letters. It's funny because the things that I felt were so unique to me in my own situation mm-hmm. were not. Of course, it wasn't. You know, everybody. Everyone's we all, also going through We it. have universal experiences mm-hmm. in different ways, but there are a lot of commonalities between the things we experience. And when we let that out other people realize that it's okay and then when we discuss the ways that we get beyond things mm-hmm. right they you know they can connect to that i think that's true and that's a good way other than that i would say just personal like individual mentorship yes. with different young kids you know because whenever i meet a young kid that like i connect with it's like oh, okay cool keep in touch you know and if they keep in touch i'm always like let me like you need yes. help with college you need help applying your job what, what do you need, need? Let, let me know, know. let me yeah. help you let me get you there because we can do it together you know but um beyond that i mean i'm sure there is plenty of other plenty ways of other things yeah a thousand other but ways. i think those but are, those are two, things on the tip of my tongue yeah those are two major ones um because you put me on podcast about what couple months like maybe six or seven months ago right yes Mm -hmm. and phenomenal for me when I was going through my situation it was like dang this is really awesome to listen to other people go through the same thing and connect with them on a different level even if I don't know who they are it was great conversation starters because we got to talk about them right I got to like share them with my other friends and my sister and things of that nature so yeah and I think mentorship is great because um we all have mentors Mm-hmm. And I call my mentors well, often. Well, actually, just, I don't. Okay, well, we need to get you a mentor. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're going to find a mentor in your um, practice, I'm sure, too. Yeah. Someone that's, you know, going through the same thing. Because, I mean, I'm I'm sure, like, being a chiropractor, work-life balance, I mean, that takes a lot. Right. So, I think mentorship is really important. And also, it's just kind of, um, for me, I journal a lot. I love that. I journal every single day, like twice a day. I and know it you makes, do, and yes. I love that about you. I, I talk love... about that all the time. I'm like, I really need to get better. I love my journal because, you know, even when you think that other people are not going through the same thing you're going through, and sometimes 
when you talk to other people, maybe they just don't understand it quite the way that you're trying to explain it. Mm-hmm. So it's great for me to like get my thoughts out on paper. And then when I go talk to my friends, I can say, okay, this was my thought. Help me try to figure what I'm what I'm trying to say, you mm-hmm. know, or help me come to a conclusion of how I'm really feeling because mm-hmm. I don't really know where I'm at with my my thought process, you know. Um, so journaling, I mean, you're, I mean, I think like journaling will help when your quarter life crisis um, crisis comes about. Really okay, sure. so spreading the love of journaling yes. to younger. generation generation. that's very important too that's the thing that i really want to integrate with my kids too whenever i have them or just any young people that Mm -hmm. like journal is very important journaling is very important even if you don't do it regularly when you feel that you need to get your thoughts out or you just need to have the time or you need just somebody to talk to every Mm -hmm. time you need somebody to talk to you don't always have to pick up the phone you can but sometimes it's best to write those things down initially Mm -hmm. so you can process your thoughts it helps you slow your thought processes pen down. to paper i mean it literally calms you down yeah it helps you slow shout out to nicole pro- for that she told me about that for nicole. real yeah <laughs> like jasmine just put pen to paper and i'm like you're right okay and now i'm like addicted i'm like oh god i need to yeah write it really just out. calms you down mm-hmm. it slows down your thought processes and a lot of times the things that might upset you so much when you get done writing about it you're like is it really not this that's serious? not that deep yeah you think about it and you realize that you were tripping over nothing. And then you think to yourself, thank you, God, I didn't call my friends and talk about this. I would have wasted their entire day. Right, right. Even though I still call them and yes, tell them about will. it, even after I write. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch, let me tell you how I was freaking Let me tell you why I was mad. Let me know if I'm tripping. So through this whole thing, right, what have you learned by going through the different phases of your quarter-life crisis? So there's like five phases. Um, I doubt we're over it, but... What do you think you've learned just by kind of entering into your quarter life crisis? What's the what are the phases? Phase one is the feeling of being trapped. Maybe it will work, maybe it won't work. Um, phase two is thinking of change by exploring other possibilities. Phase three is action. You are now taking action of what you want to do with your life. Phase four is the brighter side. Everything is falling into place, the happier version of you. Okay. Repeat that one more time. Phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four. Phase one, the feeling of being trapped. Maybe, mm-hmm. may it be from work or relationship or both. The Sorry. Beginnings. Phase mm-hmm. two is thinking of change by exploring other possibilities. Mm-hmm. Phase three is action. You are now taking action of what you want to do with your life. Phase four is the brighter side. The happier version of you. Everything is falling into place. I would say I'm in an action side right now. Me too. I think uh, the trapped side was a while ago. Yeah. Not a while ago, I would say. I probably got over that maybe a year ago. Yeah. Maybe less than a year ago, honestly. Um, But I've been slowly putting in action and taking action steps Mm -hmm. for a while now. Mm -hmm. I would say that I started taking those action steps around age 23 or so. Okay. Where I was just kind of looking at me as a person deciding what things I didn't like what I did like what things that I looked at people that I appreciated or that I wanted for myself and I thought about what way I could express that in my own life mm-hmm. just simple examples you might see somebody you say they're always happy or they always seem so full of life yeah and like I want to seem like I'm full of life I don't want to feel draining or drained mm-hmm. when people come around me you know, so what does that mean for me? Yeah. And then you kind of reverse engineer 
this life for yourself Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of I went through the reverse engineering not that I'm not there or not that I'm there obviously that's a thing that constantly goes yeah as far as the reverse engineering because you see another goal and then you kind of work with your way backwards Mm -hmm. but um so you feel like you're in the action stage yeah I feel that I'm in the action stage things are getting brighter but I'm more so I'm very calm about where I am now because things are falling into place. Mm-hmm. The action that I put in is starting to fall into place and I see the future, but I feel now that I'm so much more in control of my life. And that's a thing that I didn't feel before that I appreciate now. I never okay. felt like I could, I had complete control over my life. I don't know why. I think I felt, like my life was a train and I was holding on to the back, just running along, yeah. <laughs> hoping that I'm making the best out of it. Mm-hmm. And now I kind of feel. They used that as an example. That's so funny. Did they really? Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, that's exactly what it yeah. felt like. Yeah. But now I'm definitely, I don't feel that way anymore. I mean, sometimes I'm really busy and I have a lot going on, but I think I've gotten really good at compartmentalizing. So I'll just kind of decide and also knowing myself and learning myself. So I kind of have decided I don't have, this is my max of energy for the week. Mm -hmm. These are my priorities. And if I can't get this done, then I can't get it done. And I don't have the spirit energy to care this much about it. Okay. You know, and if and that's kind of how I do it. Might not be the best way, but but it's your way, which is the best way for you. Everyone's gonna have different ways, right? Because, right. Um, for me, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on the action stage as well. I feel like mm-hmm. at one point in time, like maybe a few years ago, I felt like I was trapped in the job that I had. Right. Um, and so I just decided to quit and do and you know explore different options. Right. And so now I feel like everything for me is more action items. So this mm. is what I want to accomplish. These are the ways that I got to get there. Right. Um, and I've learned from that. Like I don't want to. Reg- I don't regret anything in my life. You know? Right. Whatever I went through made me stronger and made and gave me the tools and resources to succeed where I am now. Yes, I was just gonna say. Yeah, that. and mm-hmm. I also feel like it's important to remain positive in a sense so Mm -hmm. i'm not saying like every single day i'm just like the happy-go-lucky person that's like oh my gosh my life is awesome let's do that but i feel like in some sense it's important to have that little bit of positive energy that you bring to the table to anything that you're doing Mm -hmm. so whether that's your career your relationship or anything it's important to kind of have those positive mindset behind it Mm -hmm. um surroundings are very important to me i surround myself with quality friends that also want to see me succeed and i also want to see them succeed Mm -hmm. i don't surround myself with people that i feel like want to to do harm to me Mm -hmm. or anything of that nature and I think it's funny how you say you feel like you're more in control of your life. I feel like I used to think I was in super control of my life and I wanted to plan everything and do everything in one little like one cheater. It had to be this way. Mm-hmm. And now I've kind of released that control, you know, yeah. for me, I've kind of let go of the, the mindset that I had to be in control of everything because that right. hindered my growth because instead of me going into it with positive mindsets, if something didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen, it would derail me completely, right? So for me, it was releasing that control and kind of learning how to go with the flow and let things come as they are, but also putting that plan and that work behind it, you know, the action behind it. So 
I feel like in general, it's all coming together and eventually I'll be that happier version of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm always joyous. Joy I always comes in the morning. I so. feel more in control now that you mention it. Yeah. The Because I don't feel like, I used to feel as if I had to write things down. Mm-hmm. And not that I had to write things down, but I had this set plan of how I wanted things to go. Yeah. And if it didn't fall into place, then I was out of control. Now, yeah. I think I feel more in control because I just know that I'm not in control and I can just ride the wave and make the best right. of it. Right, exactly. So, I think that's why I feel more in control because, you know, like Jay-Z said, put me anywhere on God's green earth. Like, mommy ain't raised no fool. Put okay. me anywhere on God's green earth, I'll triple my worth. Like, mm-hmm. I truly feel that way. I feel like there's nowhere you can put me on this earth where I'll feel uncomfortable, where I'll feel out of place. I feel like everywhere is my home and I can make the best out of any situation. Exactly. Because of my experiences... Well, also because of the person I am, right? But mm-hmm. I don't feel that it has to go this way or the next. It's more so like, okay, if I don't like this, it doesn't have to go that way. I can say, I don't like this, but I do like this. So we're going to go to the way we're gonna that I change do like. this up. We're going to change this up, and that's okay. Exactly. And that's, that's why I feel more in control, because I feel like I can make decisions mm-hmm. and feel confident in my decisions. And I think it's because I've learned how to follow my intuition more as and well. And that's really good. Mm-hmm. A sense of control. Yeah. Control. <laughs> okay. Do you have any more questions? I do not. Us? That's all my questions. All right. That was great. So our conclusion section, we do not have a name for <laughs> either. Give us some suggestions. Give us some suggestions, please. You know, mm-hmm. we're working and coming up with things and trying to come up with creative, catchy names for everything. So give us some ideas of what you for would sure. like. One of the most important things about your quarter life crisis is taking a step back and looking over what you've done in your life for sure. Taking a step back and even if you need to write it down because putting pen to paper. Yep. Putting pen to paper slows down your thoughts and it calms you down. Yeah. So if you can put that pen to paper and say, these are goals that I had before. These are things that I have achieved or these are things that I'm proud of. Mm -hmm. What would I like to do? Um, a lot of times we get overwhelmed with things. So taking that time when you get overwhelmed to take a step back and prioritize. A lot of times when we get overwhelmed, it's because we're looking at the larger picture of things. We're looking at the end goal and we feel like we have to get at the end goal right, right now. But you've only been here a quarter of a century of a century you've only been here you live longer than that anyway <laughs> right you never, <laughs> you, never know. you never know you're only 25 27 exactly. you're only 30 and when you really think about the time that you really have had to work on being an adult and being yourself and growing your time is very small that you've mm-hmm. had so far so think about all you've accomplished over such a small pot point of time exactly and like i said prioritize separate these things into your big goals and the smaller goals Mm -hmm. and then take those steps to uh, just get action items to achieve them celebrate yourself love yourself yes celebrate those little wins becoming she you're doing a great job becoming she right you are you are you went to the post office today, girl. You've been wanting you to do that for morning. two weeks. And press play to listen to us. Thank you. You really did. <laughs> but um, overall, the quarter life crisis conclusion, calm down. 
Calm down, sis. It's gonna be okay. It's all gonna be it's gonna okay. Be okay. Granted, we're not it. there yet. None of us are, but I think when we get to the end of our lives and we Look are back looking on back on everything, mm-hmm. the things that we stressed about will be minutial compared to all the things that we've accomplished and the impact that we've made on the world. So concentrate on the little things and the big things will come. Yep. That's all we have, yeah. Jasmine ready to kick y'all out. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) But no, really, thank y'all for listening this week. Like, comment, subscribe, leave us suggestions. Um, Let us know what you want to hear. Help us out with some topics for each week as well so we can make sure that this is a joint effort. A conversation. Yeah, a group effort, a conversation. This Mm -hmm. is a community. So, um, our email is becomingshelive at gmail.com and that's B-E-C-O-M-I-N-G-S-H-E-L-I-V-E at gmail.com Send us suggestions. Send us advice letters. Right now, we don't have much, but if you could leave in the subject what you would like it to be for so we know what segment of the show to place it in, that would be lovely. Our Instagram, follow us at becomingshe underscore. There's no live there, so becomingshe underscore is on Instagram. And send us comments, send us messages. Like I said, this is a community. We want to hear from you. So thanks again for listening this week, guys. guys. Hope you have a great rest of your week and try to avoid that quarter life crisis. Exactly. Slow your thoughts down. See you next Monday. Bye. Bye.